The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase and I am so glad to have you with me today. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Shauna Ekadal and we will be talking about the frequency cleanse. But before we get into that, I would like to everybody to know you can connect with me, Dr. Marianne, on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to direct everybody over to voiceamerica.tv, of course, after the show is over, to check out not only my Gardening Mindfully show, but also check out the Healing Codes show on how to do the various healing codes. In fact, today, the healing code that will be showing up is the one about harmful actions. So check that out. I'd also like everybody to know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest today, Shauna Ekadol. Please, Always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Shauna, welcome to the show. I am so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, before we get into our conversation today, I would just like to tell everybody a little bit about you. Shauna is a holistic nutrition expert and a transformation coach. She is an educator and a trailblazer in the area of mind, body, and spirit wellness. She is the host of B. Well Live, a live interactive online show featuring thought leaders in the health, wellness, and personal development space. Shauna has coached and transformed the lives of public figures, stars of stage and screen, and CEOs, helping them to heal their bodies, effect positive change in their businesses, and experience more personal fulfillment. 
Her proprietary method for getting to the root cause is cutting edge and creates a shift in consciousness and behavior. Releasing people from their fears and doubts and insecurities so they can be healthy and share their gifts powerfully with the world. Well, Shauna, that is an absolutely wonderful bio, and it always leads me to the question is, how did you get where you are right now? Yeah, it was it was not something I actually planned on, you know, as our lives take a different <laughs> course. We we uh we head down the road and it's interesting because the work that I do now is really I feel like my purpose and why I'm here, but it's certainly not where I began. I I um and it's born from a lot of my struggle really too. So I I um um I struggled with weight as a youngster, um, into my teen years and my twenties. It was really something that um, was my, I would say, my central, like, issue in my life and something I couldn't understand, you know, why I craved certain foods, why I couldn't stop, why I um, ate unhealthy things, and I didn't understand the emotional connection to food. And really, my issues with food started when my parents got divorced when I was 10. And um, I kind of turned to that for a sense of comfort and a sense of, you know, something I could count on and rely on and really put my emotions about the situation into eating instead of expressing them. And certainly I was very young, so I, I didn't understand this at the time and, um, and just really struggled and, and looked for solutions in that and didn't really find anything. And as I um, started to get older, I went through college and I just put all of my attention on building a life that I thought would make me happy, right? That I would achieve mm-hmm. certain things. I think a lot of times, you know, the American dream is when we, you know, get this job or when we make this amount of money or when we have, you know, this house or this car or whatever it is, right? That, that that's where we'll find fulfillment and that's where we'll find happiness. And so I built a very big life. Um, I was actually in the real estate industry. I um, was financing, you know, apartment buildings and large strip centers. I um, I was one of the only females in my company doing that, and I just really kept looking for that. Okay, where's that place of fulfillment? And meanwhile, still struggling with food, and I'm still struggling with my weight, and stressful job, and all these things are kind of a pressure cooker that are building um, underneath the surface. And eventually, I ended up very physically ill, and I was getting sick all the time, and I was in my young 30s, so I was thinking to myself, this you know, I'm in my young 30s, like, why is this happening now? And, um, and now I look at it as just, you know, it was the culmination of all of this. I'm, all these emotions that hadn't been expressed, all these years of not feeding my body right, you know, chasing after things that really weren't going to ever fulfill me. And the kind of the coming to the head was a diagnosis of skin cancer on the bridge of my nose. And a surgery, you know, down the middle of my face. And for me, this was, you know, I, I said to myself, like, I knew at the time, you know, you have that intuition, you know, that, mm-hmm. that this isn't right, you know, that you're being, you are being called out, right? And then, yeah. and I felt like <laughs> this wasn't on my leg, right? This was on my face. And I really felt like the universe was telling me, you've got to stop and you've got to, you've got to look and, and see what's going on here. And so that was the beginning of me saying, you know, why is this happening? Why don't I feel good? Why? Am I, you know, achieving financially and achieving in my business? And yet, the more I achieve, 
it's not fulfilling me more. It's not making me feel, you know, more excited or better. And in fact, in some ways, it was making me feel worse. And that was really confusing to me. And so I think a lot of times we buy into that. And, and then we go, wait a second, this is not giving me what I'm ultimately looking for, which is that sense of happiness and fulfillment, which is what I think we all want. And, right. um, and eventually, um, I just started learning about health and learning about nutrition and how to feed my, you know, how to feed my body and fuel my body. And, and as I learned this, I was kind of blown away that we're not taught this, right? We learn about food from our parents or from whoever raised us or what we gather along the way, but nobody's really teaching us about what the body needs to thrive and survive, and there are very specific things. And so as my body started healing just from changing my diet at the beginning, I was just blown away at the impact of everything that we put in our mouth every day, the effect that it has on not only our weight and our physical health, but our mind, our emotions, and all those different components. And so that's what really led me through my own healing journey and my own education to linking up all these different areas of self and understanding really that we are holistic and that if you change one area of your life, you're going to also, you know, have that effect show up in the other areas of your life as well. And so really my method for helping people was born out of my own healing journey. Right. And, and, you know, it brings up to mind the song, uh, Bring in the Clowns, and it starts out with, is that all there is to life? And uh, as you have discovered that uh, what you've got going on in life with all the busyness and the appearances and just going, 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 is that really isn't what life is about. So, Shana, we have advertised as such this show as the Frequency Cleanse. And so exactly what do you mean by frequency? Is that something that we're talking about in the vibrational frequency or are we talking about frequency as how often you do something? Great question. We're talking about it as vibrational, you know, frequency. And the it's kind of become the cornerstone of, of my business and the way I work with people and my brand is really teaching people about their own energy system. Because as I started to heal my body, I... I tapped into a deeper um, sensing and feeling of energy, right? When we walk into a room, we feel, we either feel good or we feel not so good. We feel energy all the time. I mean, whether we are conscious of it or aware of it or not. And I always use the example, when you walk into a party of 200 people, you're going to gravitate towards certain people and not others. You're going to not even see some people in that room because you're not in a similar resonance of them, right? And sometimes when people leave a party, they say, oh, she had the best vibe right? That's her yeah. energy. You liked her energy and she liked your energy. So it's, this is happening whether we are conscious of it. And I just like to make people really conscious of it because I find it to be really powerful. And so the frequency cleanse um, is a physical cleanse for sure. We're, we're flooding the body with lots of nutrients, all the nutrients that it might not have been getting for many, many years. So, you know, maybe your body doesn't have all the B vitamins. Maybe it doesn't have all the, you know, vitamin D it needs. And, and these deficiencies happen over time, right? I mean, some right. people have been deficient for many, many years. And I, I like to explain it like your body is a factory. So 
if you have a brand new factory and it's just been built, that thing is going to run great, right? You won't need a lot of maintenance on it. If you have a factory that's 40 years old and it hasn't been maintained and, you know, all the conveyor belts haven't been oiled and things like that, you're going to start to have things not work so good. And so that's really what happens with our bodies. We're not taught how to maintain our body like we're taught how to maintain a car and we don't have a little light that goes on that says change the oil or cleanse your body. And so we literally, you know, end up somewhere in the midpoint of our life with our body having these different little breakdowns, which can show up in any different way. It can show up as fatigue. It can show up as cloudy thinking, brain fog. It can show up as, you know, extra weight. A lot of people say, gosh, you know, I just feel like I keep gaining a few pounds every year, even though I eat the same as I always have. So that is, you know, kind of an indicator of a level of toxicity, a level of the body not having what it needs to do its job properly. And so I really developed this program to give the body everything it needs and let the body start to repair. Meanwhile, being conscious of of our energy, right? Teaching people about, you know, a lot of times we put ourselves in situations that, that aren't great energy for us and they don't feel good to us and we get so used to it that we don't even sense that. We're not conscious that maybe this relationship doesn't feel good to us anymore or maybe this career that we're at is, is not great energy to be around, right? And we are absorbing energy around us all the time. Like, we know if we are in a relationship with someone or an argument with someone that we're taking on and it's, let's say it's an angry, an angry argument. We take that on. We take that energy on. We are, we absorb, right, what's around us, and we, we vibrate with like kind, right? So we start to adjust our own energy system based on what we're around. And so when we can become more conscious of this, we can make choices that actually feel better to us. And sure. I've always been a huge proponent that when we feel better, we make better choices, right? When we start feeling great in our body, it becomes so much easier to make better choices with our food. So I approach it like it's not about rolling over the top of what you're doing and trying to go on a diet and, you know, and eat perfectly according to somebody else's meal plan. It's about really looking within and saying what resonates with me, right, and, and what feels right to me, what way of eating. Do I want to eat three meals a day or five meals a day, right? Do I – what is – what is your way, right? And finding the healthy way within you because that's what I find people are able to have that for the rest of their life and stick to that and it's not the concept of going on and off of a diet. So I teach all of that within the frequency cleanse and it's really about, you know, cleaning out that toxicity, healing the body and also understanding our energetic system. So it's, excuse me, it's not exactly a one-size-fits-all by any stretch of the imagination. Well, no, it's it's not at all. And it's really about, um, I lead people back to them, right? Because I believe we all have our own guidance system and our own internal um, intuition, right, on how we are supposed to do this life that we've been given. And a lot of it is about teaching you how to tune into that. So it is, it's not at all a one-size-fits-all. Well, let's take a little step in a different direction. Uh, you had mentioned about toxicity. You've also mentioned to me uh, in earlier conversations and emails and et cetera that there are different levels of toxic- uh, toxicity. Tell me about that. Yeah, there's, you know, we, we tend to think of toxicity either as just a physical phenomenon or something in the environment, which both of those are, are very important. You know, we live in a time where 
the environment is more toxic than it's ever been. We have more chemicals in production than we've ever had. And those are interrupting our physical body. Our physical body was not made to interact with so many chemical contaminants, be it in the air, in the water, in our food. I mean, really everywhere. And so that is something that is, I, I always am a big proponent of people educating themselves on these things, which I do through the frequency cleanse, because it's not that we need to live in a bubble and not interact, you know, with, with these toxins. It's just we need to know how to clean our physical body um, of them periodically. And I usually recommend once a season or at least twice a year. Um, and we also need to know how to minimize them as much as possible. So it's all about, you know, creating, okay, maybe I... I'm, I like to be in a toxic environment to do something fun, but over here I don't really care about toxic cleaning products because those don't add to my life, so why not have non-toxic cleaning products? So it's, it's finding that balance, again, using your own intuition, but that just cuts down the toxic load. So we talk a lot about that in the program, but the areas that people don't really think about often are, you know, toxic relationships, right, toxic emotions. Right. Um, those things I have found in, in my own healing journey as well as with my clients. Um, a lot of physical disease, I'd say probably almost all of it, starts with an emotional component, right? Either I call it blocked emotions, so things that we haven't expressed, right, that we've felt and learned to stuff or not say, that's energy, right? All of our emotions are energy, just like our thoughts are energy, just like our body is energy. And if we're not doing what it's built to do, meaning we're meant to have an emotion and to express it and to have it dissipate, right? And we're taught at a young age to not do that, right? So parents start right. saying, you know, don't don't cry, don't do this here, don't, you know, don't feel here, don't, it's not yep. appropriate to feel at this time. And and then people start, you know, kids start going, oh, okay, well, when is it okay? Am I, when am I allowed to cry? When am I allowed to feel angry? And in different households, you know, we all know in different family structures, you know, some families don't don't like anger, don't do anger, right? Some families don't do tears. That's not okay. And so so kids are literally being, you know, formed into this belief system that emotion is not a great thing, right? And we all know toddlers do emotion really well because they haven't been conditioned yet, right? So they are right. <laughs> they're emoting all over the place, right? In the grocery store, you know, it doesn't matter, right? Um, but but it's really reconnecting um, as adults back to our emotional self and realizing, you know, that emotions are safe and that we need to feel them to be healthy, even physically healthy. And so I talk about toxic emotions and not being afraid of our emotions. We go through that in the program as well. And then there's certainly our thoughts, you know, how often do people, you know, think things that are not conducive to a healthy body. I mean, if we... Hey, Shona, I hate to interrupt you right now, but we do need to go on a break. So after the break, let's talk about those toxic thoughts. Folks, don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, 
Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Today, my guest is Shauna Ekadol, and we are talking about the frequency cleanse. And just before the break, we were talking about different levels of toxicity. And before I interrupted Shauna, she was starting into the toxic thoughts. So let's continue on, Shauna. Tell us about toxic thoughts. Sure, yeah. So, you know, the mental plane is very powerful. It's actually how we begin to create the things in our life is by what we think. And so when we are in negative thought patterns, and and it feels to people a lot of times like it's looping, like they can't stop thinking these negative thoughts. And, you know, whether it's about their body or their life or relationships, I mean, it can be anything or all things. And and really that's the energy that we are putting out into the world. That's the energy we're putting into our body. And um, if you know the studies, which I'm sure you do, of uh, Dr. Emoto and his book, Hidden Messages in Water, it shows yeah. that, you know, we actually can change the molecular structure of water by what we say to it, right? By our thoughts about it, by the things, the words spoken to it. And since our body is made of mostly water, then literally what we say to ourselves matters because we are changing our own molecular structure in our body based on our thoughts. And when people really understand that, they can start to see, gosh, this is such an important component because sometimes we just think, oh, we have negative thoughts and, and we don't think much more about that. But it really is the foundation of what's creating your life. And so um, when we can become aware of that and we can understand it at a deeper level, then I teach people in the frequency cleanse kind of how to start shifting those thoughts and how to, you know, start a different thought pattern because our brain likes to run in these these patterns, right? So we just want to we want to get it on a pattern that we want to be on. I call that the upward spiral versus the downward spiral, and and start thinking that way. So certainly, toxic thoughts are very important, you know, to health. And then and then really understanding the fourth level I kind of talk about is you know either the level of spirit or understanding our consciousness more, understanding you know what we are beyond this physical body. And you know a lot of people have a lot of different belief systems, which I'm open and love all of them. Um, but when we can understand the energy that we are, 
prior to, you know, just our physical body, because before we're cells and molecules, we're energy, and understand how to focus and direct that energy in positive ways or the ways that we want to, um, our life changes, right? The things, I call it the things that we see in our life or on our movie screen, and if we want the things on our movie screen to shift or change, that begins by changing our understanding of ourselves and what we're doing, because literally, if we communicate differently with someone, we're going to have a whole different interaction, right? So I like to make people empowered by understanding it's not about changing out there, right? The people out there, the circumstances out there. It's about going, how can I show up differently to this situation and have a different effect because I showed up that way, right? So it really puts us back in the driver's seat on, on changing, you know, what we want to change in our life and not waiting for someone else or permission from, from the world to tell us it's okay. Right. Well, so now, Shauna, we talk about on this show a lot about those unhealthy beliefs, those negative beliefs, those, shall we say, untrue beliefs that we all carry about ourselves. That's what you've been talking about, uh, what uh, used to be like an eight-track tape player (laughs) looping (laughs) constantly. And uh, how... Are you helping people get out of that negative thought loop? Because it's actually a part of our hearts, how we believe about ourselves. Yeah, and what's interesting is is what we believe is real, right, for us. So it doesn't matter how anybody else sees you, really, because whatever you believe about yourself is going to be real for you. Right, that's going to show up in your life time and time again. Like we are, you know, it's been proven that we are creating our reality. Our reality is not just something that exists, that we actually create that. And so it's super important to shift our beliefs to ones that line up with the things we want. And most of the time when we don't have what we want in our life in some area or many areas is because we just don't believe it's possible. We don't believe that for ourselves. And so it's... Um, Part of the process that I do with people is actually going back into their childhood or their young life and kind of going back to the root, right? This is getting, you know, just like a lot of people with the physical body are getting to the root cause of the physical ailment. I'm mm-hmm. kind of going back to the root cause of the belief system, right, or the root cause of the negative patterning and, and having people um, link things up. So the way that when I'm with people, the way that they kind of occur to me is, it's like there's these threads, right, from present day back to certain times in their lives or certain experiences that they've had where a belief system was developed. And, and a great example of this is, you know, a toddler doesn't know that a fire will burn them. They don't believe that. So they will put their hand in a fire and not think anything of it until they get burned, right? And then right. they believe, <laughs> oh, this is dangerous, right? So this is we are born and we don't have all these belief systems, right? We're born into a family system. And what we start doing is looking around at, okay, how do we do this thing called life? Right. And we look at what our parents believe, right? What our household believes. We're not consciously doing this, but this is what's happening. And so a lot of times we're just adopting these belief systems of the people around us, right. And integrating them. Or maybe we go to school and we have a, a child that makes fun of us or does something mean to us and that develops the belief system about who we are. Right. And then we adopt that. So we have the things that we're kind of integrating from our environment and then the things that are happening based on our life experiences. And most of the belief systems that we are, I call it operating out of that are our operating system 
are not true, right? There are things that right. have happened to us, and we made something up about it, right? right. And so yeah. when we can go back and understand that and disconnect that, I call it disconnecting because the way it occurs to me is almost like an energetic line between something that's going on in the present day and maybe something that went on when somebody was six years old. When we can go back and we can make that conscious, right, like and bring I call it bring it around to the front so we can see it, it, the energy there starts to dissipate, meaning we no longer have to operate unconsciously out of something that we can now see. And so it's not, it's not very complicated. It actually just happens through conversation. But just to give you a little bit of the bird's eye view of what's going on is that it's the things that we can't see that are running, running the show, right? And we don't know they're running the show because we can't see that they're even there. And that means we can't change them. And so... Awareness is a huge cornerstone to what I guide people to because the deeper that we can see ourselves and understand the different connections in our life, the less they have power over us. Right. I like to use the analogy of the iceberg. It's the part below the waterline, that 90% that you can't see that is causing um, the main part of the problem. So what you're saying, if, if I'm hearing you right, Shauna, is that if you can help see some of these things below the waterline, you can start actually chipping away at it to shift those untruths, even though it seems very real to us, uh, it's not a true belief. Is, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And, and it's interesting because some things, um, they'll literally start to dissipate on their own just by virtue of seeing them. So there's not a lot of per se work around them. Other things, um, once you see them, then it's, it's like, you know, the experience of learning to ride a bike. It's You'll see it, not see it. You'll get on, fall off, get on, fall off. And then eventually you, you kind of integrate it, right? Like you understand, okay, I'm no, I'm no longer really living out of this belief system. So some things happen very quickly. And, and for, you know, other things, it, it takes that learning process time of kind of, you know, playing with it, seeing about it. You kind of maybe do that old belief system sometimes, but then you see that you're doing it and then you go, no, I don't want to do that. Right. I'm going to make a different choice. So um, this idea that, you know, a lot of times in the healing space, we have a belief system that healing has to take a long time, right? That, that it's a, or in the diet world, right? That, oh, it's, it's, it's exhausting. Dieting is horrible. It takes forever. These are all belief systems, right? Or right. diets are never, I'm never going to be able to eat healthy. I've had many people tell me that I've never, it's never worked for me. I'm never going to be able to eat healthy. Well, if we're carrying that belief system, yeah, you're not, right? Because you're not going to override your belief system. But, but I teach people how to create a new one, right, by doing really simple things. And this is why I say back to what we were talking about, about bringing healthy to you. Um, in the, the issue that I have with the diet industry is it's all very, um, you know, they give you a meal plan just to follow their meal plan on their set schedule, eating, you know, certain foods at certain times. And that just sets us up to resist, right? Because nobody right. wants to be told <laughs> what to eat at what time, you know, I mean, that's just, that's going to trigger your brain and put you in huge resistance. And so people deal with that in two different ways. One, they either, you know, kind of grit their teeth and just, I'm going to get it done, right? And they follow the meal plan for the 30 days or whatever it is. But the day that meal plan is done, they're back to eating whatever they want, right? They, it's like they kind of go, oh, I made it. You know, now I don't have to do this anymore. 
or right. people don't don't make it to the 30 days, right? They just resist it all the way, and then they feel those feelings of failure or it doesn't work for me, and that, that feeds that belief system. And so I just feel like, you know, maybe you've known someone, this is a great analogy, like, that wears a certain type of like, outfit, and you go, gosh, I could never wear that. Like, that's so you, but I could never wear that. It's like that, right? It's like, I can't, right. I don't okay. eat like my husband eats. I don't eat like my best friend eats. Like, we don't choose the exact same foods because, because we're individuals, right? Because we like different things. And so, this is why when we bring healthy into your lifestyle and into your life, then that's doable, right? I mean, I don't want to eat chicken at noon, you know, when someone tells me to eat chicken at noon. Like, that's, that's going to immediately make someone not want that. And when we do something where we say, okay, let's just play with, with a, some food parameters and what feels right to you, what do you like? You know, let's talk about how to put these together. Then people start to get excited, right? Then they start to go, oh, okay, I can have what I want. And that feels good. And that's something that we'll stick with for the long term. Right. Given some parameters. So is this really the major truth behind why we're hanging on to the weight? Is is it because we're not eating within our own personal parameters of particular foods? Or is it deeper than that as to why we hang on to our fat? Yeah, it's very deep. I mean, I in, early in my career, I talked to people in session, my private clients, you know, that would come to my office or that I would coach over Skype or over the phone, and I would talk a lot about food. And I realized very quickly on, it's like, this has nothing to do with food. Like, it just sounds strange, but, like, I really feel like weight has very little to do with food. And I'll explain this because it sounds weird, right? So yeah. there are about 5% of people who really, it just has to do with food. And these types of clients come to me and they say, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm gaining weight or I used to never really have an issue with food or I never really had an issue with weight, but all of a sudden I do, what's going on? And I say, what do you eat? And they eat foods that are terrible for their body. And I say, okay, well, these are more body-supportive foods. And they literally just didn't know that, right? They just don't know what's healthier options. And they have no emotional attachment to any food or anything. And they literally just go, oh, okay, and they eat that, right? That's a very small percentage of people who have that experience. The majority (laughs) of people have all kinds of emotional and mental attachments to food. So it can be, um, you know, that they don't want to feel their emotions. And so when those emotions get triggered inside of us, before they even are aware that they're feeling stressed or angry or upset, they turn to a certain food, right? Or they turn to, they go, oh, I, I'm going to go get a burger and a shake, or I'm going to go get some chocolate, right? And we're, they're not even conscious of the connections going on because it got developed so early in their life, and, and they are so good at it that they almost don't even know that they're having a feeling. But they're just kind of switching that onto a food, right, or a series of foods. Um, and then there's people who have a belief system. You know, I, I actually had a client who um, she... She was in great shape all of her life, and then she had a child, and after that, she really struggled with her weight, and there was a familial belief system that once you have children, you'll never be the size you were before, and it, and it went back generations in her family, and until she could understand that belief system, she was not able to find a solution, right, because right. that belief system was always going to override whatever attempts she was making at eating healthier. So that's part of it. Another huge area that people don't think about 
is personal fulfillment, right? So when we are not living like a life that makes us happy or not making choices in our life that make us feel personally fulfilled, food is a great, a great uh, cushion for that, right? So we can feel fulfilled going out to a big dinner or getting a big dessert. Like those, those momentary fleeting moments where you go, oh, this is so good, right? As you're right. eating it, is, is, is giving us that, that moment of fulfillment where I say to people, you know, what, what's your dream job? Like if you could do anything, like let's say you had all the money in the world, you don't have to ever worry about money, what would you do? And someone says, oh, I would think. Right. And so I said, okay, if you can spend your every day singing, that's all you did. Right. And you don't have to worry about money and you don't have to worry about bills. You lived in a great house and had everything you wanted and you could just sing all day. Like, would you, would you eat as much? Right. Would you go for the food? No, I'd be so happy. Right. I'd feel so good. Like I wouldn't care. You know, I'd be doing what I love. And so a lot of times when we're at jobs that we don't like, or we're, you know, in relationships we feel horrible about, that's a, that's a way that we turn to something else to not deal with the, that sadness, right, of feeling unfulfilled or not connected to, to the things in our life. And so a lot of those things are kind of central, you know, to, to the issues we have with food. So if we've got those emotional components going on, I can talk all day about food or parameters or meal plans or whatever, which I don't even believe in meal plans, but I could talk to you all the time. But if I'm not talking about those things, food is never going to help, right? I mean, most people know what are healthier food options, right? It's, the biggest question is, why do we do what we do? That's the right. question. Exactly. That is, that is the big question of why do we do what we do. You know, Shauna, it's, it's really close to time for the break. So let's just go ahead and take our break now. And folks, when we come back, we will continue this conversation. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. 
If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Today my guest is Shauna Ekadal, and we are talking about the frequency cleanse, which actually is about cleansing more than just the physical body, but cleansing the energy systems and cleansing the physical body. So, Shauna, before we continue on with our conversation, Will you let everybody know how to connect with you? Sure. You can find me at my website, which is my name, which is S-H-A-N-A-E-K-E-D-A-L.com. That's shaunaekadal.com. I also host um, a holistic health, wellness, and personal development show that is live on Facebook. And it's every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific. We have... Everything from, you know, experts in spirituality to doctors to even some celebrities on the show. We just have a lot of people talking about being more creative and getting healthier holistically. Um, and you can find me on Facebook, the show broadcast on facebook.com uh, forward slash S-H-A-N-A dot E-K-E-D-A-L. And you can find the show there. Great. And uh, so just before the break, we were talking about how our belief systems and and really cultural belief systems are keeping us stuck, not only in situations of being overweight, but in situations of not being happy with our, shall we say, current work position and uh, sometimes people feel like they cannot change their job or what whatever their friendships just simply because of fear now how do you help people energetically to change these shift these beliefs do you have a specific energy method that you have developed yourself uh, something along the lines of say tapping or EFT how do you help people shift yeah so it's it's not um, a tapping or EFT it's literally happens through conversation but it, it's really I kind of line people up with my energy, right? So the way I visualize it is I've kind of taking them from whatever frequency they are at. And, and we're at different frequencies in different areas of our life, too. I mean, some people feel really empowered in certain areas and not empowered at all in other areas. And this is, um, this is deeper work. So this is the stuff that I do with my private clients. There's a section on my website called Private Clients. Um, right. where you can find out more information about this. But, um, but it's basically... I am connecting them with a higher frequency to resonate at, and then I'm showing them what that's like. So basically, um, I call it like, the way I picture it, it sounds silly, but it's like if you were a new a, a baby bird and you don't know how to fly yet, it's like letting this little baby bird fly on my wing, right, until they get the sensation of flight so that they can understand, you know, it's hard to say, um, gosh, let's raise your frequency and you can live at a different energetic frequency. Well, if we don't have a point of reference for that, what does that mean? Right? How do I, 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 I don't know what that feels like. I can't get there because I have no understanding of it. And so I basically am connecting them with my energy and, and helping them rise up and then saying this is kind of the vantage point. Because I really, in a visual way, it's like 
at a higher frequency, things happen faster, your thoughts happen faster, you're able to manifest faster, you're able to see kind of a bird's eye view of things where you might have been, felt like you were more down in the muck, you know, before, like you couldn't see clearly, you couldn't understand things clearly, and so there is a higher level of awareness, a higher level of consciousness at, you know, at higher frequencies, and so... I just start to open them up to that. And, and there's a period of time where it feels like it's hard to hold that resonance yourself. You know, maybe you get challenged in your life in different ways. People are challenging you um, or your career is challenging you. And it can feel like um, as, as you start to rise up and, and start to understand these higher frequencies, it can feel a little bit like that job you didn't like before becomes like it's not okay anymore to be there. Right, where you start to go, I really don't resonate with this anymore. And it, I call it like lifting off of your old reality, meaning you kind of start to go, okay, I knew I never liked this, but now I'm, I'm confident, I'm getting more confident, and I'm ready to start looking for something else. I'm ready to start saying, I believe that I deserve something better than this. And so that's what happens at those higher frequencies. People start to look at things and go, yeah, you know, this, this isn't a fit anymore. And then I really help, you know, access infinite possibility to help them create, what is it then, right? If it's not this career you don't like, what is it that you resonate with or what feels like the logical next step for you and helping guide them to their own intuition in some respects because really in life we become very disconnected from our own guidance system a lot of times. You know, people say, I don't know what I feel. I don't know, you know, what my intuition is about this. And we get so used to the world telling us who we should be and how we should live life that we disconnect from our own internal map that we have living inside of us. And so I just help people really powerfully reconnect to that and start being confident and taking trusting and listening to themselves um, because you have, you have the map for your life inside of you, right? Nobody else, they have the map for their life inside of them. So we, we get taught to listen to other people and we get very um, disconnected from what we are actually supposed to be doing. So that's a little bit about the process. Yeah, well, and, and it's really about what it comes down to, Shauna, uh, from what I'm hearing, is not walking lockstep with everything that everybody's saying to you. And just to get back to the eating uh, paradigm that we all tend to have, um, I was a child of parents that were children of the Depression, and you know, the Great Depression really, really impacted that generation heavily, and it was like, eat everything on your plate, whether you like it or not, you eat everything, because, well, for them, they didn't know if they would have another meal, uh, or when they would have another meal, and so we're, I was taught to walk lockstep with that. You go to a restaurant, you're given this giant plate of food, and you've got to eat it all, even though you're only one quarter of the way through the meal, and you think, I'm full, I'm satisfied, but uh, I have to eat this. So it's really about learning what is right for you. It truly is, and you bring up a great point, because what happens is is that all of the belief systems and fears and limitations that your parents or the people that raised you have get placed onto you, right? Because you, who are you to live beyond their fears, right? So if they were afraid when they were young that they wouldn't have food, right, then 
then they're going to just kind of, it's not conscious, right? They're just going to pass this along in, in their, in their ways with you, right? And, and this is how we develop over generations these generational belief systems that get passed on in family systems. I mean, it, I've had clients that trace it back four generations, right, of things, either belief systems about what it is to be a woman, right, what it is around food. And certainly, I mean, that's what you just described in, in that generation is across the board, right? Clients, clients talk about that all the time with me, right? You have to clear yeah. your plate. You can't <laughs> leave the table until you clear your plate. And that's really strong programming. But the great news is, is that that's a belief system and you don't have to live out of it, right? So just like any programming that we have or other people's belief systems we've adopted, and my message is kind of, if it doesn't lead to making you happy, if it doesn't lead to making you feel good, you don't have to subscribe to it, right? It, we can really do the work and not have that be part of your life. Right. And and it is so important to continue remembering uh, that we don't have to subscribe to those unhealthy beliefs, that, that we can change those unhealthy beliefs. And part and parcel of changing it is recognizing them, finding them. Uh, so now, Shauna, I... This is a difficult question at best. There are individuals that are really post-traumatic stress disorder, and they get into unhealthy habits, unhealthy actions because of that PTSD. How do you work with those individuals? Because honestly, sometimes uh, identifying those memories can actually be dangerous. Yeah, actually, it's a, it's an interesting. I I am in a wellness center, and I actually um, have a practitioner that's in the wellness center that does something called brainwave optimization, and we work in conjunction with people that have some you know real serious um, levels of, of PTSD or things like that going on. Um, it's an incredible technology that helps balance the different parts of the brain and lessens some of the symptoms of certain traumatic events that people have been through. So I really refer to her when it's, when it's things that are cases like that because the work that we do together um, is very powerful in changing. I mean, even, even down to some real compulsion with things, um, with food or with, with other things where it's really something that is going on in the brain that can be balanced in the brain, um, then we work in conjunction with those people to have them have a positive result because certainly, yes, you don't want to trigger things and there are ways to, to minimize um, that PTSD triangle that goes on in the brain. Well, then, you know, the main reason I ask that question is there are a lot of individuals out there that do suffer with PTSD and a lot of the manifestation can be in other physical things like obesity, overweight, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I just wanted to bring that up for those individuals that are listening that, yes, there is hope and, yes, things can change for you. And uh, so it's uh, one last question. It's getting real close to the end of the show. Why do you say that health is in the details? Why are small 
details so important? Because we tend to think, you know, uh, like I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, we tend to think, you know, maybe like this is just a food example, but there's examples in every area of life. But we tend to go, oh, gosh, I, you know, I tend to go out on the weekend and I eat, you know, too much. I go to restaurants or I drink too much alcohol and that, you know, that's the major crux of why I'm unhealthy. And we don't look at the little things that add up that we do all the time. So, you know, I'll have a client say to me, gosh, it's those weekend, you know, dinners out once, a, you know, once on the weekend that really do me in. And I, and then they'll say, well, I have three pieces of chocolate every day, but that's no big deal because it doesn't make them full. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's, it's, right. now it's just like, oh, I just have a little snack. And then when we go through and do the math and say, okay, three pieces of chocolate, you know, X number of grams of sugar every day, you know, seven days a week for, you know, 30 days a month or 31 days a month, you can see how that number becomes hundreds of grams of sugar per month in that innocent little three squares of chocolate that you're having every day. And so these are the details. We don't realize how these little things, we're looking for the bigger things. And the bigger things actually are less like an issue than these little details. Or someone will say, oh, I get a, you know, I get a blended latte every day. And that blended latte might have, you know, 45, 50 grams of sugar in it. And into you, it's like, I'm just getting a small drink every day. It's not even food. It's just a drink. And and yet, over the month, it's like through the roof and the amount of sugar. So we can take out just little things, right, out of the diet, like that little three squares of chocolate or that, you know, blended drink. And you'll see weight loss. You'll see your health change just in that one thing, right, because it's what we do all the time that matters. And so it's looking at the details of, you know, what we're putting in our body. Also down to looking at the details, you know, on the nutritional labels because oftentimes we don't realize, look, okay, it says it has six grams of sugar in this tomato sauce, but then I see that the serving size is is tiny, right? The serving size is like a fourth of a cup and I actually use a cup. So then (laughs) you need to times that by four, right? Now you have 24 grams of sugar in what you're actually consuming. So it's understanding those details, and I go into a lot of that in the frequency cleanse as well. So we can start looking at it a little bit differently and seeing what is actually the culprit, because it's usually not where we're looking. Right. Well, Shauna, it is time to end the show. I'd like to remind everybody that you can connect with Shauna and learn about the frequency cleanse at S-H-A-N-A-E-K-E. D as in dog, AL.com. And I'd also like to remind everybody you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper. Dot com and my website uh, well the Facebook page is the healing whisper and my website is the healing whisper.com also as you all know above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it thank you so much Shauna for joining me and I wish you a great deal of success and helping lots and lots of people with your frequency cleanse. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. And everybody, until next week, we will be talking about the category of love and how to heal our our unhealthy beliefs surrounding love. And until then, blessings. 
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.